This episode of Verbal Tap brought to you by NogiBJJGear.com. Use the promotional code VerbalTap15 to get 15% off of your order. Do it! Raph, we already plugged the sponsor, thank God, because I'm already bleeding from the ears that we have to stop and have this conversation. But welcome to Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting way easier from outside the presidential election. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, an emergency pod about this Joe Rogan nonsense. I saw Tim Kennedy break it. Uh, how are you before I get to that? Are you... You still uh, bleeding as well from the ears, or you've recovered? Not great. Keep it going. They had a conversation. Great. They have a lot of conversations. I don't know if you know this, but Tim Kennedy was a Special Forces sniper. If you don't know it, just watch any one of his videos. You'll hear it many, many times. It's always like, I get it. I mean, your credentials are well-spoken for, but you just mentioned that silent professional business a lot. So maybe just like change that it's unsilent professionalism. That's fine with me. Like You've earned it, but... He, of course, breaks it. Now, Tim Kennedy, you'll remember, famously couldn't find Hitler in a show called Finding Hitler. He also recently made headlines when he um, water his neighbor waterboarded him in his Texas backyard while yelling about the fact that we don't need gun control. This is someone that will tell you about situational awareness and threats and perceived threats. And I was just watching one of his sheepdog videos. They're excellent. They're very good. And he was talking about like the types of ideas of what, how you gauge someone's threat assessment. One of the key indicators being if you see a weapon or not, which is fascinating because I thought guns didn't kill people. But anyway, he's able to discern that. He breaks the news. Apparently, Joe Rogan, who was very much unsober at the time, I cannot articulate that enough, smokes a lot of weed, does some DMT, is on a lot of supplements and just moved to Texas. He wants him to moderate a four-hour debate between Trump and Joe Biden. Before I talk about how that got weight with the news articles, and Raph, I can't wait to get some of these. I, I Google Joe Rogan. I'm on the news.google for everyone's availability, and it's weird. What were your thoughts when you initially heard this pretty dumbass idea that's been pitched on a lot of podcasts? First off, no, thank you. I politely send the envelope back to you, Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy, noted two-time guest on Verbal Tap, friend of the show, has some crazy thoughts, but still, at his core, very good to us, friend of the show. Now and say one that. hell of a fighter. Yeah. Also, somebody general. who's lost to me at a writer versus fighter pick him. But anyway, that's not important. That's not even relevant. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'll just put up that video tomorrow because uh, what bad man says, I challenge you to do some ninja shit if you lose against me, Raph. And I go, I guess that seems fair. But you and I are going to do very different ninja shit. Oh, he has a sword and he's going to slice watermelons. Well, OK, maybe he predated Fruit Ninja. It was a wild time. 2016. Anyway, Simple. Kev. Where do we begin on this one? Maybe with okay. four hours? It's so long. For two old guys, I don't think that's a good idea at all. Three old so, guys. Could you understand here that it's a very strange time for everybody? There's a lot of heightened sensibilities. There are a lot of people who feel disenfranchised by the political process. We totally hear you guys. We know it. Sometimes you listen to us and you don't care what we have to say. However, guess what? They pulled us into this realm by getting our best commentator 
and confusing him with fucking Chris Wallace and saying like, you know what? Joe Rogan would actually host a really good debate when he cannot at all keep Eddie fucking Bravo under control for a four hour fight companion podcast. So it begs the question, how is he going to get two of the oldest people on record on the planet? Potentially it's just in uh, the world. Pretty old guys who also both want to be well, one wants to be president and the other is president, but sometimes doesn't remember that. I mean, a lot of the times doesn't remember it. So for Joe Rogan, he pitched this himself. He was the one to suggest it. And I guess it begs a few questions, one of which you might have pointed out. We talked a little bit off air, which is this. Somebody has a new Spotify deal, don't they, Joe Rogan? Hmm. A big What's one. That's actually the third story? article. Spotify's value jumps after buying the Joe Rogan experience. Courts three days ago. Interesting. Like a big media event would help. Okay, so let's put that one out of the way because a lot of Joe Roganites are like, he's got enough money he doesn't need anymore. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll throw that one aside. How about this? Where do you feel the integrity is that you have done this before? Because for Joe Rogan to suggest that he would be a good political moderator is taking a lot of our good fortune as listeners who many of whom have felt again disenfranchised by the political process and probably think Joe Rogan would ask the questions that everyday regular guys want to hear. However, it also begs an underlying question. Do you really trust Joe Rogan's ideas of politics with how many oopsie daisies he's had on his Twitter in terms of former guests and people that you go, why would you give them the time of day? Like it's one thing to explore a conversation with them, but to retweet out crazy ass racist fucking nonsensical theories and just be like, well, you know I mean? I just want to hear them out. So just saying, look to see what episodes are missing from the current Joe Rogan deal with Spotify. And I will continue on with some other points, but I just want to put those forward to just come from the idea of it's not wrong to kind of pitch yourself for the job that you want, but who the fuck wants that job? Because holy fuck, is that a clusterfuck? You also made an excellent point on social media, a phrase I don't use frequently. And it, it was very simply apathetic voters. I hate when politicians pander. Also apathetic voters who like Joe Rogan. Wait. What's he should come on. It's just immediately to give this all weight. You're you're absolutely right. And just remember, everyone loves pandering when it's to you. So mm -hmm. all of you libertarian fucks with your on it subscriptions. I also have on it, but I'm not a libertarian fuck. I, I choose a party just because Fair. it's easier. And libertarian don't doesn't mean anything. I have I've studied it a long time. Oh, we believe in no government. It's like, great, that's anarchy. That's not a fucking political position. Like, you don't want health care. You don't want a DMV. You don't want roads. You don't want housing. What is it that you do want? Just out of curiosity. I know what libertarians don't want. Um, vegan diets, vegetables, and anything that has to do um, with constructive criticism. What I don't Which know what they want is something. Like, what is their party for? Yeah. BT-dub here. Weed? Just to interject. So I w wish. I, I wish that was actually where I was going with it. But what I want to say is you brought up veganism and as a nice little joke there. I just always have a standing bet with my friends. Which person will tell you about their identifier first? Will it be a libertarian 
or will it be a vegan? Because guess what? It's a quick draw competition between the two. If you bring up any sort of uh, politics, a libertarian is very quick to be like, well, well, I'm a libertarian here. And it's like we were asking what you wanted for dinner. Or will it be option C, the person that just quit drinking for two days and wants to tell you about that? So always (laughs) tough. But let's talk about why this got some credence. Trump, who's a pathological liar, pathological, pathological, paid off a porn star to not talk about how he raw dogged her and probably got an abortion. While he's also maintaining a very pro, um, pro choice, pro life, anti-abortion stance. So all that aside, it's documented that he's paid porn stars for abortions. Doesn't matter. There's a beauty to the fact that when you're on television or when you're doing these moderators by people that have studied history and understand it, they'll fact check you, right? So uh, safe to say Rogan's not got the long-term memory we need for this. But Trump, I guess, made a passing comment, or he didn't. I honestly don't know, because my favorite thing from Trump supporters right now is, did he say that? They don't, like, <laughs> tell you if he did or not. They're just like, did he? It's like, well, yeah, he's, you know, Flynn pled guilty. He obviously pardoned him. It's like, but did he? It's like, yes. No, did he? And you're like, would you fucking tell me what you're trying to tell me? This was a brutal moment where I guess Trump and passing was like, I'd welcome the idea. No, he would not, by the way. Uh, If he wanted any sort of debate, he had the chance to pitch this to the debate committee that's been in existence and they've been weeding out moderators. And somebody wrote, like, what's Jordan Peterson going to get? He pitched Jordan Peterson as one of his moderator candidates. That was definitely someone who's on the list. And it's just important to note, Joe Rogan is a comedian that frequently offers his guests pot and DMT and plugs a certain capitalistic agenda, including but not limited to Spotify. So it's definitely one of those moments where I do not follow why people think he is a hundred. He's literally a near billionaire at this point with all of his money. He does not represent you common people. I love you guys. He just moved to Texas and built the world's most in-depth tunnel studio. Can you do that? Can you? Can you? Also, Trump's not getting his fat old ass out to Texas to sit in a small room and have a four-hour debate where he's fact-checked and time signal and all that stuff. Are you sure about that? Because I don't know about that. That looks like, uh, conveniently, whatever it is that we see, he gets his nice little orange golden roast that he gets whenever I look at Joe Rogan's new studio. I'm like, are they inside a barbecue or no? Is that what's happening? It's a sauna and studio. It does look a little like an infrared vitamin D tank that they're just constantly (laughs) plummeting it out. But let's get to the problematic points of this. Um, Recently, people would notice that Joe Rogan's moved to Spotify. And the only reason I know this is because it was an article. Like this was a news trending thing. Way more so than the debate part has got. I'm not even sure, because you know Joe Biden's going to be like, who's Joe Rogan? And his dad's going to be like, oh, he's a, he was the Fear Factor guy, and he's going to be like, I love Fear Factor. What's he doing yeah. now? They're like, a podcast for douchebags. Oh, but I that is that aside, because I also have it on my occasional to listen to when he you know talks to, say, Elon Musk. Several of those episodes are missing. They are all episodes featuring his extremely weird interviews with really right-wing anarchists. Why did he take those down? What is the weirdness about the catalog that he thought that should go as well as he and Joey Coco Diaz really mucking it up about a potentially true, potentially fictitious sexual, I mean, you'd have to call it a sexual harassment assault, like a bribery sex for comedy stage, which is, oh my God, not worth any of it if 
on anyone. There's side. a lot of hyphens involved in that. A lot one. of hyphens involved in that, but that all is gone. So he definitely believes in censorship already. So you have no way of knowing if you would get all four hours. One other additional detail. I challenge any of you mofos that say you love Joe Rogan to listen to his podcast for four effing hours. That's the part that, like, it'll be interesting to see how he transitions to Spotify, because I personally think his YouTube clips was his most successful thing, and I think that's disappearing. I think those video clips will now be gone. He is insufferably boring at times. And what if they just get into, like, what they've been eating for a few weeks? And there's no way Joe Rogan's going to be like, you know, Don, President Trump, you famously said you don't believe in exercise, that you believe it expends energy that's predetermined in our day. Would you like to care to elaborate on the science behind that? Science. He's not going to ask for sources. He's not going to do anything. He's not going to be like, you know, I did a whole thing about kids in cages. Why did you put kids in cages? None of that's going to happen. So it's going to be one of those, he's going to be tripping all over himself to be fair and is cocky as joe rogan might feel when he's talking to tim kennedy when he's sitting in front of the president and the vice president and two gentlemen that dwarf him in stature it's gonna be a lot more difficult for his five foot seven ass to really spark it up so this is a terrible idea the best idea i heard was on your wall though i think it should be a compromise can we stop with the four hour garbage or two hour interviews i get uh less please can we do less Let's do an hour with each of the candidates alone with Joe Rogan in a guarantee he won't offer them drugs during the interview. But, you know, let's not like Trump doesn't need an invite or a debate to go like he can just go. So just go. Don't do this thing where you're like, I know it's got to be a four formal debate. If he wanted to go talk to Joe Rogan, it's super easy. Kamala Harris was just on. The Bodega Boys, DeZeus and Mero. It's very simple. Excuse me, Senator Kamala Harris. Mm. It's very easy to do. You can be a part of these. But to your point, it was just pandering. He's not going to schedule it. He's not going to follow through with it. It's one of the many things he says yes to. Getting back to his February indictment that he didn't want to create panic. Um, same guy that you know talked about a caravan of older Hispanic people is coming to take over the United States. All 16 of them. Um, same guy who said the Democratic Party is trying to tear down everything great about this country, rip open your homes and steal your guns. Your mother's probably going to get molested. I, that's just what's going to happen if I'm not elected again. So not a guy that really stands by his words. So to me, it's just one of those. Can we stick with experts for this? Can we please? No, no. because Kevin, if I listen to this show, this is the guy. That's how people are quantifying this. So here's why I enjoy this headline from a bemused spectator standpoint. And this is why I hate it. First, why I enjoy it. So Joe Rogan puts up some pandering to his audience. No big deal. It's fine. He's got an audience. He's built them. And there's a lot of people who really do benefit from listening to his show. Like there are people who get to understand certain concepts that they get introduced to for the first time. A lot of them are people who might not have paid attention to shit when we were asking them to, who now are like, you know, quantum physics, man. Good for you. You listen to the Neil deGrasse Tyson one. Yeah, hey, I love that. I love that about it. it. Great. That's great. Now, what happens, though, is that even if we were to take Joe Rogan at the best 
of intentions. Donald Trump said, I see your pandering and I raise you double pandering. So Donald Trump said, yeah, I'd be down to do that. Of course he would. Would he ever do it? No, not at all. Because he knows that the mere suggestion of doing it is a marketing ploy. It is trying to rally the same base that might have tuned in to hear about Joe and Don Jr. hunting some animals and relating. Well, they would oh, never man. do that because Joe's a bow hunter and Don Jr.'s more of a gun kind of guy. But maybe they would tell us more about that psychedelic experience that inspired Joe to get a tattoo on his left arm from his August 31st episode. <laughs> so between those things, and you see how Joe talks about his experiences and that to some degree when you kind of re-reference what I was talking about, which is, yeah, I brought this up because the same people who are saying I hate politics are suddenly really into this. So maybe it is kind of nice to see them politically engaged. It just begs the question, is this what it takes? It takes for you to listen to this because I don't have a problem per se if they were to do interviews, a lot of them do interviews when they are going for the presidency. It is part of the final stretch. They appear on every program possible and they ha usually have to do it conjoined, but separately taped. So that's why you'll see them on like an SNL retrospective. You'll see them on raw. You'll see them on NBA wishing you well, NFL. You're going to see them so consistently. However, Kevin, you brilliantly mentioned the fact that there would be no fact checks. That's great. But then you also have to suggest there are some people out here who believe that Joe may have some sort of impartiality, like he might be able to be an objective viewer here. But there have been so many qualms about Joe Biden's mental health, while at the same time, very weird understandings and expressions of why Joe would say he would vote for Donald Trump, which is the exact impartiality that is supposed to go into the process. Now, some of these people already are being criticized. Trump very, very quickly said he didn't like any of the three people that were going to be moderating the debates, how they're all pushing them to the side for Joe to stack the deck, which is a nice way of making it seem that if Donald Trump lowers the expectations and shows up, it's like, well, he did a lot. He said but that the about four, the 2016 election as well. He said yeah. it was rigged and then he won it. And then he didn't he seem to have a problem with it being rigged. So just like right. he was he didn't say, I think it's rigged. He said this rig election is rigged. Then he won it and then he accepted it. And then he never effing talked about it again until to say the 2020 election is rigged. So He's then, in charge of the country <laughs> and he is telling you he rigged it for himself. It's fascinating. So, to go further on that point. To then say you're going to be really into the idea of Joe Rogan hosting it, who has said that. Because why four hours, you might beg that question. Why four hours when our debates aren't even four hours on TV? Hmm, it might be because they make that joke about, oh, I wonder if Joe Biden has the cognitive ability to stay there for that entire time. And who would start that sort of thing? Oh, right objective person tim kennedy a who clearly doesn't Trumper. have a oh right no he's been backing trump for the entire time so even at its core if you are looking at how you are getting pandered to and played every one of you that is into this idea i am willing to entertain your best argument for it but i got news for you 
you are 100% who they are targeting when they look at those demo sheets and they say, who do we need to show up to vote for us when there is no true intention to do any part of it? And if Joe Rogan does get Donald Trump to appear on his show, guess how hard that is? Just say you like the guy because Barstool Sports' douchebag-in-chief also got an interview with Trump, and that's mostly because he is part of his genitals in his mouth during most of the interview. So I guess what I would say to you is this. That era is a very strange thing to watch happen in real time of, wow, that's what it's taking to get him on there. That's what's taking to get a certain state to maybe show up a little bit more for you. But if you're a Joe Rogan avid listener and you really think that these guys are going to show up, they're more playing with the idea of it rather than the actuality of it. Because at our core, we'd love to believe that Joe could ask the questions that would really benefit the people who are hurt the most right now. And I got news for you. They got ways of getting around that. We've been lied to for so long now that even a four-hour format is four hours of lie time. So if you really want to get into it, maybe give a little bit of credit to the people who at the very least do their damnedest to do research and ask questions and have follow-ups and, yeah, occasionally fact-check people because people fucking lie. I, it also is important to note it's another attempt towards disenfranchisement because, and I get it, right? I'll, I'm going to make two points here. One, Joe Rogan does not have a diverse audience. Joe Rogan has a white male audience. You will search Logadart before you find women that actually listen to his podcast. In fact, women are like, God, gross, that guy. Just, that's just my general experience with it, Include, including, I mean, it really, it's not, it's profound. His listenership, if you look at the ratings, it's white people. It's white men, and it's a lot of pissed off white men. Second, I'm sorry if you don't understand the presidential debates. That doesn't mean we dumb it down to go to Joe Rogan. It means you raise your game to understand what they're doing on stage and what's true versus what's false. But they're conflating primary presidential debates, which are by and large um, a spectacle and not very meat and debate intense. They don't get to the hearth of a lot of issues versus presidential debates, which are extremely, extremely scrupulated from what they say to how they say it to their contacts with different experiences in government and people. And this is such a shock because we were like, tell me why this wouldn't be better. It's like that's. Okay, you have to make the arguments. Stop just asking rhetorical questions because it's way easier than making a point. Joe Rogan is an unqualified comedian. He's not even the comedian I would choose. I think <laughs> I think Jim Gaffigan is more <laughs> uniting. I I think there is a really good um, rationale that Animal Burris would just be funnier. Oh my god. Just Jerry Seinfeld. So what's sure. the deal with masks? But uh, Joe Biden, you go first. It's effing crazy to think from a w angry white guy perspective. This is the only way we'd get the truth. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> they they're not allowed to lie about their records. And if they are, they're usually called on called about it. And look, we may not like the facts, but the facts remain consistent and true. You don't get to just disagree with them because they're inconvenient, which is a lot of what we're talking about from a the debates don't work perspective. It's like, what about the debates don't work? 
What was the last debate you watched? Did you study the Nixon versus JFK understanding? Because this is also where I'll just ask you point blank. I, I even think this is, to me, this is good for Joe Biden, bad for America. <laughs> Maybe good for Donald Trump because who, who cares, right? Guy doesn't do anything but talk anyway. He's holding a massive rally in Nevada that you can get tickets to, and he's even pushing the governor to let him have it. So go there. Like he's He is hundreds of hours on the record right now every day, it seems like. There's only 24 hours a day, yet somehow he's there. This is such a weird juxt, but that's my ultimate question to you. I think this is good for Joe Biden, good for Donald Trump, horrible for America. Well, here's some good news on that. You know how I have my favorite rant, which is you get the news you deserve because if you don't pay for it, it tends to be pretty cheap and it tends to be bad information sometimes. Well, you get the political elections you deserve sometimes because I've made this larger point to a number of people where I say, okay, listen, you always want to create some distance instinctively to say, oh man, I hate these trolls that appear in these comment sections. Ugh, I can't believe it. They, they don't even exist. I would never see these people. Nope. They're your mom. They're your neighbor's neighbor. They're your uncle. They're your aunt. Lots of people come in crazy shapes and sizes. And the hard part is when they tell you not to discuss politics or not to have engagements on them, it creates further distance. So that way, when, say, I put something up on my Facebook wall, I get a handful of people who go, that's not what I think. And I go, okay, cool. Thanks. Be like, actually, Raph, that's not the way it works. Great. I just wanted to let you guys know, I'm not going to your page. You're coming to mine. I'm, I'm not going out of my way to make you feel bad or do anything. But if you truly feel disenfranchised or you, you feel like you want to be heard, I will do my best within reason. But if you're coming in to just be an asshole, I don't care. And I feel that is part of it. So this is the type of politics you want. And you wonder to yourself. How at this time, especially at this time, when things are not great, do you look at the TV and go, how did Donald Trump become president? How did we elect a reality show stars TV? I want a reality show TV debate. Oh, my God. I'm part of the problem. So this is where I say hard pass, full stop, no thank you, because for the rest of us, we clearly see what happens when ineffective government happens and it blows. Nobody likes it. Nobody enjoys it. And we see the effects of it right now, wherever you fall on the divide. And if you are libertarians, thank you for making it this far. We figured you might've stopped at about minute five, but if you make it all the way through here and you're on the same page with us, I kind of understand that no matter where you are in the political spectrum, you've been lied to at some point. So, that fucking blows and it fucking sucks. And nobody on this show, and it's in my hope, listening, wants to see small businesses fail. But it is a direct result of having people who want that power, who want to have that influence. Because you do notice that the doctors and the nurses and the police officers and all these people who are on the front lines are the ones who dedicate some time to try and help. But the people who want the most power also somehow like the like, you know, politics and do all that sort of stuff. So they do go hand in hand. So that's kind of why we understand your plight. I would just tell you stuff like this, though symbolic in nature, does happen to matter. And 
make a difference on how we respond to it. So that's why I'm choosing on my money to say, I like Joe Rogan as a commentator. I think he's done amazing things as a trailblazer of the podcast world. Granted, he's taken all the sponsorship money from all of us, so fuck him. Including the $100 million from Spotify, just to mention he moved to Texas. I, so, and you're hitting on the point. Ultimately, I think this comes across as like we're hating on Joe Rogan. We're not. We're saying he's not qualified to moderate a debate. I've never heard him do it. Never well, heard you him know what? successfully hey, moderate a debate. This is what I want to say. Do what you said for CM Punk and just change the name to Joe Rogan for politics. And I guarantee you, you might revisit part of where you stand on this because I'm thinking about it now and that's not a bad meme, but I don't know that I want to make it because it's too much time. But I do think the belabored point of Joe Rogan talking about how CM Punk just doesn't belong there is a great example of maybe saying, "Mm, you could do something else. I would say this though, to the point that brought up about yeah, give them two hours each, combine it as one episode to do that. One really hour. Just tra- like, just one. <laughs> God, two. You're just trying to humanize these people on those shows. Joe Rogan's best podcasts is the f- are the ones where he's just trying to have some empathy and listen. And I think that is his strongest skill. And when you have two people who are engaged in one of the dirtiest kinds of elections you can have as a politician, there is no listening. It's a circus. It is a theatrical show put on, and it does not help to have somebody who cannot rein in that circus. So it is a dangerous little thing into itself. Where I think Joe could excel is to ask questions, try to understand things better. That is stuff that he's proven over on the show that he does incredibly well. And he is very Will we get Joe Rogan cheering up talking about Chadwick Boseman. Will we get him talking to Mike Tyson about how he gets erections before fights? He gets so excited. It's hard to say. We just, we don't know which one it's going to be just had Miley Cyrus on, but the timing is, is suspect to me, right? I don't like it when two people that this is Trump five days ago. And I see some of like the chronological stuff because I'm just staring at the news here. Trump retweets Joe Rogan. Two days later, Tim Kennedy, friend of the show, and insane. Like, Tim Kennedy is one of those conservatives that's like, I would never vote for a Democrat. And then he's like, But you're all sheep. It's like, Well, wait, hold on. But you would, first of all, the name of your company is Sheep Dog. Anyway, but surely you would understand, like, if you're so absolute, you could never even think about a counter viewpoint, then you're the one that's actually obsessed with a viewpoint, right? I, I can see myself voting for a Republican. Um, not this Republican because he's not one, but I love Mitt Romney. Um, big, big fan of his work, you know, didn't vote for him in 2012, would vote for him right now. And that's the point about a lot of this stuff. I can see myself being able to take in the facts and make a decision. If, if Joe Biden said tomorrow, I'm going to sell America for some cocaine, I'd be like, wait, who gets the cocaine? And then I'd be out. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless Trump's like, I already sold America and I already did the cocaine. Hold which up, case, gotta hear back who's getting the cocaine. Out. Yeah, out I was like, is so the is there cocaine left? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are in terms of this election. But if people really want to be less disenfranchised, um, let's get rid of Citizen United. Vote in your effing local elections. Stop listening to six hours of Joe Rogan talk about DMT a day. And remember that the news networks do have a place in this country and to continue to disenfranchise them because you don't want to watch a debate in the evening 
even though presidential debates are fantastic, well-moderated, and each of the candidates agree to the rules. So if they wanted to just do, hey, you get 30 minutes, I get 30 minutes, they could do that. They both choose not to do that. So the idea that, of course, Trump's like, hey, he retweeted me. I'm going to go. Not great. Not great. And Tim Kennedy's got an agenda here. He's trying to still get uh, revenge for Tito Ortiz and their buddies because that's another one of my issues. They constantly blame Democrats when something goes poorly with the military. They never respond with that same blame towards Republicans, and it's because they have that bias. It's it's deep in their heart. It was raised in them like religion. They just That's where it is. I was raised in the same places. That's it for me. That's all I got. Love the idea of an hour interview each, though, because that's where Joe Rogan does. I'm, I'm more on it than you are. It's like, if, hey, if everybody wants to go on the Joe Rogan podcast, I don't even care. I think they should also have to then go on Pod Save America or something equally is, is interesting. But it's like, I don't think if uh, Tim Kennedy goes on Adam Carolla tomorrow, it's like, we got to get him on here, too. It's like, I don't think that's a better idea either. Unless Tim Kennedy finds Hitler, Raph, I maintain if he finds him, I'm back in going to take a while but that'll do it for me uh, i'll just throw it to you for final thoughts and we can uh end this thing and big apologies to nogibjjgear.com but if you're liking it go to nogibjjgear.com enter in verbal tab 15 get some discounts on your gear it's still hot climate change is real it's not cooling off so stay nogi dave Chappelle. Would be a better comedian to host those two. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And probably, honestly, more in the middle in terms of just his sanity. Bob Saget? No, no, now I'm out again. (laughs) No, I don't know about that one. I I fear again for America with Bob Saget. I'm back out. I think Joe Rogan over Saget, for sure. Okay, okay, Joe Rogan, okay. Then, I don't know, I'm obsessed with Jerry Seinfeld. Still trying to figure it out because they could be in the process of still trying to answer one of the questions. And it's just Jerry doing observation comedy about things that he's seen. He's like, do you ever notice that a coffee cup isn't even a coffee cup? Some of you are orange. Now they got these thermoses that you use. Why would you use a thermos? It's a coffee cup. That's what it's for. And you go, Jerry, I, I love where you're going on this, bud. But uh, it's been 20 minutes. Are, are, are we landing at a point about uh, the stimulus package or anything? What's a stimulus package? $1,200. Who got that? It's like, um, Americans. Which ones? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you know, at this point, I see the humor in it. It's not to say it couldn't ever happen. It just won't. But... Strange things happen in this world. We've elected dumb people. We've done dumb things. He should have moved to a swing state. Texas, sadly, is <laughs> head so conservative ass. Again, the rest of us are sheep, but they haven't voted for a Democrat in 100 years. It's one of my favorite things about Kansas. They're like, what a liberal state. They like, haven't had a Democratic senator since 1913. <laughs> just, as a, just for those keeping score since before women could vote, by the way. This is a fun fact. I would also say to you guys this. For those of you who are highly entertained and encouraged by it you're free to do whatever the fuck you want just have a real honest conversation with yourself about why you're entertained by it and then maybe maybe just kind of put some of those pieces together because i would beg to entertain a lot of you guys like to put things on a board and tie steerings and make them all go together i don't see how we can't figure out the logic in this one where 
Tim Kennedy, a dude who's like, if you vote for anybody else, you're sheep and you're dumb, is telling you, oh, by the way, I actually think my buddy Joe Rogan might be a really good moderator. That seems like a very objective thing to do. It, You know, it, it's got some rationale behind it. And if you're into that sort of a thing, congratulations. You make us worse. Anyway, I guess that's what I got to. Kev, I look forward to uh, putting in an application to start hosting shit that I don't need to either. Do you want to suggest anything that I should just pitch myself to be now? Absolutely. Uh, the Nobel Peace Prize has been done in secret for long enough. Woo! Come on the podcast. Talk about it for 16 hours. Let's decide whose mathematical equation versus new grain technology bears more weight on society. I've always wanted to host the Oscars. Give me that. Fuck you guys. I'll take that. I'll, you know what? I won't even take the Oscars. Give me the fucking ESPYs. <laughs> I have watched only 20 minutes of ESPYs all combined. And most of that is not that great. So I can make that better. And you know what? I'm going to put my resume out there too. Because I have the same credentials as Joe. I host a podcast. I'm also going to ask to be mayor of jiu-jitsu. It's a joke that we've said a few times, and I think it kind of sticks. One of the guys once saw me going around, and a training partner told me, they're like, hey, Raph, you're like uh, you're like the mayor of jiu-jitsu. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, you go around, it's like always hugging people and taking photos with them. He's like, you might as well just be the mayor of jiu-jitsu. And I was like, I think most nicknames are terrible, but that's actually not bad. I'll take that. Fuck it. Mayor of jiu-jitsu. I have ascribed it to myself. I am qualified because I host a podcast. Thus, circle complete. And I'm done. There was that time Joe Rogan called out Carlos Mencia, arguably his greatest work. Oh, <laughs> so God. I don't, I don't see why we wouldn't uh, think he's <laughs> qualified to to come up on stage. Now let's get into the genius here, Rap. If you really want to incorporate Joe Rogan, let's get him on the ABC, NBC, Fox News team when they start developing these around. He gets two bullshit censor cards a night. He can stop the debate at any point and be like, that's bullshit, right? And then we get mm -hmm. the best of Joe Rogan with everything we're talking about. Think outside the box. Use your third fucking eye. Come mm. on. You know? Well, that'll do it for us tonight here at uh, a very special edition. Edition. Uh, I'm so out of it. <laughs> a very special edition of Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and go vote. Please note, the new number is...